guys, welcome to Cold Film Interview, the podcast where we discuss the films you love, but no one else gets and we see if they still hold up. Tonight, things are getting really risky. I mean, really, really risky when we talk about Disney's first PG film, The Black Hole. So let's start the show. Dirty Black Hole. <laughs> Your Hollywood system stole our sex and co-opted our violence, so there's nothing left for our kinds of movies. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> Where in the hell are we? If I want your opinion, I'll beat it out of you. This whole thing is turned into a theatrical mockery. You understand that, Mike? Stop eating my sesame cake. I'm so sure. Just look like you like me, and let's stand on. No. Wolfman's gone hard. You know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. What did I say? No jelly roll. I get old. They stay the same. You can't piss on hospitality. I won't allow it. Hey guys, thanks for joining the cult. We really appreciate it. Do us a favor, head over to iTunes, leave us a review. If you do, we will give you a shout out at the end of the show. After that, head over to cultfilmandreview.com. Check out all of our latest videos, pick up a t-shirt, do all your, put in your film requests for us uh, to review, just like uh, the one that we have for you tonight here. T-shirt. Make sure you pick up that t-shirt. And then request. Check out our YouTube page. And make sure you guys like and subscribe there. That also really helps us out. Uh, we go live every Thursday, so make sure you check out those videos. Also, seven thirty uh, PST time, Pacific, Pacific Standard pst, time. Yeah, no time. I think seven thirty. Got it. So that's what time you guys can join us. That and then head out to Film Bar on September thirteenth for the burning with Colt Film in review. They can get tickets where Chris. TheFilmBarPHX.com. That is correct. And as always, I am joined by Kyle Smith. Hi. Chris Wilbrick. Hello. And Michael Salustio. Hello, everybody. All right, guys. Tonight, we're talking about The Black Hole. It was uh, directed by Gary Nelson. It was written by Jeb Rosebrook. and Jeb. Yeah. Jeb. And Gary Day. Came out in 1979. Had a budget of $20 million. Made $35.8 million in the box office. Success. This was a PG-13 movie. And currently sits at a forty three percent. Disney's first PG. It was. Movie? I mean, we, we mentioned that in the intro. People okay. already heard it, Chris. Just, we can talk about it again, though. Thanks for dropping the truth bomb. Give me one second here. You know what? It's like he he has a surprise and he can't keep it to no, himself. I know. Uh, it currently sits at a forty three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. This was a fan pick. Who picked this film? It is a fan pick. This came to us from Louis Lopez and. Uh, Louie went on to say, just enjoyed your disjointed review of The Black Cauldron and was hoping you guys would tackle another Disney classic. Yeah, we can fuck some shit up. Yeah. Good thing Mike's on Guess the what? team. Guess what? We're going to get sh- we're gonna get names wrong. That's all, that's all I'm saying. Names wrong. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, uh, well, I thought I was just going to have a hard time explaining the film. That's yeah. what I thought by disjointed. Oh, it's but it's okay. Easy. I, it's yeah, pretty names. easy to explain. I think the flavor of disjointed is different on every episode that we do. Yeah, it's like yeah. sugar spice and everything <laughs> nice. Sometimes Chris is disjointed. Sometimes Kyle is disjointed. Sometimes Mike is. No, never. Never Mike. <laughs> We're done. Wrap it to go, yeah, Cody. That's it. Oh, you didn't have a rating or anything? <laughs> we never cover that in the front end. I don't know. You ask every time. I just, you know. <laughs> he gets real. Again. Every it's time. My okay. It's my guess, favorite part. Guess, who else, guess who's <laughs> jumping right behind Chris saying surprise? Mike. <laughs> I am a follower, not a leader. <laughs> All right, guys. Had uh, anyone seen or heard of uh, The Black Hole before? Let's start with Kyle. Uh, I have definitely heard of it. Never seen it before. Um, you know, we have covered The Black Cauldron. We've covered a, a several movies that are part of the quote-unquote dark Disney era. And this is one that whenever I look up the list, I'm like, what the hell is that about? And I actually, I will say from all the images that I've seen so far in it, you know, it's bad on me for not doing further research. It was mostly the cover art of this film. I thought we were in for an animated film. Hmm. Hmm. Did not know it was live action until I hit play and listened to the soundtrack for the first 10 minutes. Chris? I also didn't know that until I think I said something last week, and you're like, it's not an animated uh, film. And I was like, oh, okay, wow. Yeah. So we're going we're going back to the yeah, live action Dark Disney. Yep. Um, and... I had only really heard of it from Mike, who had brought it up a few times, um, but wanted to. Didn't Mike bring this up? Didn't you? I brought this up before. I brought this up. I was just yeah. 
Nothing. Sometimes Hash, people like the, hashtag yeah. energy right now. Yeah, okay. some, sometimes people like to look <laughs> at each other. Hashtag energy. Well, you looked at Cody like this never happened. <laughs> no, some so. people like to look at each other. Can we just can we be we, professional? We like can we to stay glance. On sometimes we glance. Sometimes we do I glance. Think. Mike and I lock eyes a lot. Bottom I do a lot. Bottom sometimes line, I get very curious. I just want to see all the dark Disney movies. <laughs> that's that's so been, do that, I. That's a bucket list goal for yes, me. Yes, and so. I th- I think we're on track to do it on the show. Yeah, well, oh, we. There's only a few left. Watcher in the Woods. I'm waiting Watch for that. Watcher, which we haven't done yet. That one's yeah. scary. And Take then the there's, uh, yeah. we did Return to Oz. We still need mm-hmm. to do Return to Witch Mountain. Yeah, yeah we have not yeah, done yeah, this. Yeah. Yeah. Or Escape from Witch Escape Mountain. There return. is a return. They're both yeah. in yeah. the category. Yeah. Mike, are you asking if I've seen this? Uh, Kyle did, but yeah. Yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is fuck yeah, dude. Like, um, I, this was uh, one of the few uh, Disney films. When I was a kid, Like, I had a few. I had uh, Return to Oz. That was a big one. It's heavy rotation, VHS rotation. Uh, returned, uh, not returned. Ha. Escape. Ha. Escape from Witch Mountain was another one. And then there was this one. Unless you count uh, uh, the Ewok Adventure, which is now Disney. It wasn't at the time. Doesn't count. Doesn't count. Uh, but I used to watch these films a lot. Uh, and this was one that was in heavy rotation, man. I don't know what it was. And I haven't seen it probably since I was, oh man, like seven. I'm not going to lie. I, I never went back to this film to go check it yeah. out. But it was always like I I I have all my old VHSs that I watched mm-hmm. as a kid. I never like actually put them in anymore. <laughs> but oh, hold on, um, yeah, that's cool. I can see I like, like I always keep them to keep track of like this is the film that was in my shit. Yeah, exactly. I've gotten uh, a few VHS tapes from my grandparents yeah. that I used to run the reels on all the time, like uh, mm-hmm. Pizza Dragon. Pizza uh, Dragon. <laughs> it's Escape to to Witch Mountain. Want to say escape that. okay to yeah. Witch Mountain. it's escape to, to and, from... and return from Witch Mountain. Okay, and then did the Rock do the? He did a remake. He did escape, he did a remake, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah, uh, this is my first time watching this film. Uh, uh, this is one I've been passing in the video store for like fucking twenty eight years. I don't know. Like I always remember the cover, and it's I always confused. I feel like I for some reason I don't know why, but like I think it's this cover and like the countdown or. Philadelphia experiment or something I like think that. You're just that I was gonna say Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, really? Come Tom, out of Tom Hanks. Just like Tom I Hanks. haven't seen it yet. I, I hear, I hear, I hear it's a downer. <laughs> uh, it does, yeah. It does have look like a couple other, yeah, like movies, the, like the cover, like so. But I've always passed it. Always wanted to see it. Um, just never picked it up. And the other thing that's weird about it too is because I did rent this uh, from the video store Superstar Video. Check it out here in <laughs> Glendale. Are they Arizona. giving us a penny? No, for every not at all. Time we they should give us not even free rentals. Hey, I want a dime. Wow. No, I don't. Not wa- even ninety nine. I don't want a. I don't want a dime for them just being open. Thank you for no, exactly. providing the community with a video store. Oh, we always. Yeah. I will give one. you a dime. Yeah, yeah. That's why. Video. That's why I pay every time I go. But um, late fees. I do. <laughs> you have late fees. <laughs> Got one for this movie. Jesus. Uh but no, yeah, Sorry. I read, I read it there, and it's um, I mean, I've looked at this cover, like I said, for like fucking like forever. I've seen this cover forever, and I've passed it all the time. So I'm glad I finally get to watch it. Or am I? <laughs> but with that being said, it's probably we should tell this the, the people what the movie is about. So it's pro- it's time. No, it is time for plots with Mike. The black hole. It stars a crew of uh. What are they like? Miners? I don't know what the fuck they are. are they, do they work for the government? Yeah. They, they work for the state. They're, space they're, Federation? they're an exploratory. Yes. Explo- anyway, ex- they're looking for. They're, lo- they're looking for, for inhabitable not, planets. Not Whaling. a lot of exploration. Uh, right, not crew. a lot of backstory, Boom. but I imagine it's a Star Trek situation. Uh, they're they're uh, exploring the universe, and uh, they come across black hole. They say, "Wow, that's the biggest fucking black hole I've ever seen in my life." <laughs> and they say, "Okay." Uh, well, that's weird. There's a ship out there. And they say, we should go and explore this, right? They decide to go search out this ship, figure out what's going on. So they go over to the ship. They find out that it has this weird anti-gravity situation because this ship should have been sucked into the black hole. So they're very curious about this. They go inside the ship, and what they find there is pretty much almost a ghost town of a ship. Large, large, uh, almost like a Federation class. There's a Federation class cruiser. It's definitely a Federation class. It's a mile long, about a mile long. Thank you very much. Uh, and he finds out that there's like almost no one in there, but there's plenty of robots running around. Uh, and they find the last survivor. It is a uh, mad scientist. His name is Dr. Hans Reinhard. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Hans Reinhard, yeah, he's got a screw loose. But you know what? Like They got to get out of here. So they work with Reinhard a little bit, and they find out that Dr. Reinhard has been studying this black hole. 
right? Uh, his crew wanted to leave him. He said, no, absolutely not. It is our scientific duty to study this thing and to figure out what's going on, on the other side. So he comes up with this idea where he is going to, uh, he's found out mathematically with his uh, massive uh, anti-gravity technology, he's going to fly through this black hole and figure out what the hell is on the other side of this thing. Now, uh, there is a doctor, Dr. Alex Durant, very, very excited about this. He's part of the other crew. He wants to stick around a little bit, but the other crew is like, no, we gotta get the fuck out of here. And do they ever try? Dude. Question is, do they? Do they? Kyle? Kyle? Take us fucking away, Cody. Dude, <laughs> Dude Kyle's hosting tonight. He, I mean, he fucking asked if you'd ever seen it before. You're 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 playing. You're closing the sh- closing the first Can segment. Can I just with say I, I'm very excited to review this film. With that being said, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. The most destructive force in the universe, Harry. Nothing can escape it. Not even light. I had a professor who predicted that eventually black holes would devour the entire universe why not when you can see giant suns sucked in and disappear without a trace give us some magnification vincent polarizing image every time i see one of those things i expect to spot some guy in red with horns and a pitchfork it's a monster all right a rip in the very fabric of space and time but i picked up something else of interest let's see it it hasn't moved since i first picked it up it seems to be some kind of ship do you copy alex roger dan but how could anybody be out here ahead of us? And we're back. We are uh, talking about the fucking black hole tonight. Get real revved up for this one, guys. <laughs> Woo! High speed. Woo! Uh, one of the first questions I want to ask with this movie, um, and I'm just going to jump into my questions. I don't really want to set up this film for people. They can watch it. There you go. <laughs> no, Mike got real deep into it with plots with Mike. Uh, but one of the things I want to ask it's about this important. movie and, and what I think really hurt this film mm. um, is, do you think that the acting, the acting, the, yeah. not the actors, sorry, the acting in this film hurt the sense of danger in it? No. Ooh, Ooh, man. Wait, listen, 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 listen. So disagree. Real quick. Can I just say, there's a really good cast in this film. Yes, right? I will great actors, cast. right? Amazing cast. Uh, there are definitely some actors that are on a different page than others. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, uh, I, I like. Do you know what it is? What? Tell me. I'm going to tell you what it is. Uh, that kind of, kind of going off of what Cody's kind okay. of getting okay. at. I'm going to tell you what it is, Cody. Yeah. Uh, soundtrack. No. Yes, soundtrack ruined the tone and emotion of this film. I, like, I it is the same little orchestral thing. Like, I think it's like, how do I know when it's happy or sad in this scene? You know, you don't know. The music does not. I think the soundtrack is one of the best parts of this movie. Well, you were talking about acting, Mike. I was talking about acting. My question was about acting. So go ahead. Okay, like Anthony Perkins is definitely acting on a different page than everyone else in this film. Like every yeah. like Ernest Borgnine is definitely like it's a comedy. <laughs> like there are others like like Robert Forrester's like action film. Yeah, yeah. And Anthony Perkins is like straight up this is a drama, a psychological drama <laughs> where we'll be talking about what makes a god. Sure. And what is the existence? It felt it, like he was playing his best impression of Doctor Smith from Lost in Space, which is why I connected so quickly to Lost in Space right. in this film. What but what I'm saying is that the different decisions that acting decisions that people Ooh. made for this film i feel like it, it is a hodgepodge of well, like I think either that, bad or good acting i no, feel like that girl is just off I another world disagree, i disagree yeah. everyone has one speed on this set and it's speed to talk um it's just they there's no there's, there's like almost no emotion listen dude when there is a fucking huge ass red robot with spinning blades coming at you you're not going to be like, oh, well, I guess this robot here is coming after us. You're going to be like, oh, fuck. There is a robot with spinning blades coming after us. There's no, at no point do these people ever seem panicked. No, they never in do. In this movie. They never they do. Definitely it do. never happens. Yeah, so true. how can you feel a sense of danger when yeah. the actors are just like. And well, I think, no, I think some of that has to do with the script and the edit. I don't think, I'm not going to necessarily completely blame it all on the actors and or the acting itself because there there is. There is some good actors, but to Mike's point, yeah, there is a lot of them that aren't on the same page, and I think that comes down to a direction, a director issue where it's not like unifying the fucking cast and 
this is a scary situation, so please act to that. I think the cast was all on the same page, the same page How of... How can you say that? Of, ...of boring. Like, they're all just so, like, what's the melotone? Like, that's, like, the only... Everyone tone? is very monotone. Monotone. Mon- melotone. 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 Melotone is a... That is a new soda. They're all on the... <laughs> Melotone. I believe it's no, a, a very melotone is, what, is where I was going Monotone. With monotone, and, but yeah, monotone, but they all have, like, they're all... It's so mellow, dude. Everyone's so mellow. Like Chill. no one. Yes. Chill as fuck. Uh, dude, that, well, especially that robot, their assistant robot. Fuck. Well, yeah. Oh, that, yeah. Yeah. You mean Jar Jar Binks of 1979? Vincent? Vincent. Yeah. Can or I just Bob. Say, but Which one? No, but can I, well, hold on. Fucking. Hold on. Mater from here's Goddamn Course. <laughs> Bob. What, can I say, though? I, I did. I did get a little bit of that. Right. Just right off the bat. I will agree with you on that. I, I want to say something. I, I feel like. So I I got to thinking about like what connects a voice actor to what's going on on a screen or like how he's acting it out and trying to connect with what is visually being seen by the audience, right? I got the impression that okay, Roddy McDowell, like we all know him from Fright Night, fucking great performance, like uh, we know he's a classically trained actor. He's the voice of this robot, but. Uh, Damn, do I not agree with you that there are times where it just seems like he is just like speaking on a microphone and has no context of what is going on. Like there are just moments just like, yes, I agree with you, kill. Like it, it's like weird shit. Like, what? What's going on? Like, I just felt like the the voice actor didn't have a context of like what the scene was about or anything like that. Yeah. It was like he was just reading a line off a cue card and just going for Using it. Using his imagination. But here's the thing. I know that Roddy McDowell is a classically trained actor. So, like, I feel like there has to be a disconnect there between Can directing I? and actor. Well, hold on. I, I want to disagree because, I honestly, of all the actors, I actually felt like the voice acting performance from Vincent was not the worst. Like, it, it actually, he had emotion. He had a little bit of humor. And you could tell he's a little bit of a smartass. So that came through. But you know when, like, two My- people are talking to each other and they, like, they they match each other's inflections, like there was a disconnect there that I felt. Well, it's a robot. Well, my I hate, mean, we could say that my most hated <laughs> an acting choice. The <laughs> most hated character in this film for me is Vincent. Yeah, really, I, I, hands down. I'm not saying he's my favorite, but I'm saying of all the actors' performances, his I feel like was the least cardboard. I, that robot design is the d- fucking worst thing in this movie. It matches nothing else in this goddamn movie. I don't and know. And it was like the, silly. it's like the one thing a Disney exec threw in there because like the fucking kids will love it, no, dude. dude they it they were ripping f- off. They're ripping off fucking Star Wars, and that's the R two D two of the crew, yeah. and that's that, that is clearly the only reason it's in oh, here. Oh god, it has the worst googly eyes. Yeah, it they wanted so it to be fun for the kids. Yeah, you know? I, like it reminded me a little bit, like again, like of RTD two mixed with like Orko from and like. He man, the, the whole like shootout just eyes and like a hat. The whole shootout yeah. scene between him and the and the and the the black android. Yeah, like, star, yeah. star, star. It was fucking t- so stupid. Well, I'm like, I feel they're like robots. They don't star, need practice. Star, star is the one that was stupefying in that scene the most with his quick shot McGee and fucking spinning, <laughs> spinning back. guns. Yeah, just like which he couldn't spin. But <laughs> he I, couldn't spin, and he was trying to do the robot at the same time. So he's just like, yeah. But I was like, who thought this was a good idea to put this in the fucking middle of Disney. the movie? Disney did. Like this is so. It's just a, such a misplaced. You're setting scene. up. You're setting up Vincent as. A sharpshooter. Also, people, I, I feel like the way this movie was shot in a couple of ways, like, it kind of felt like a ride in some parts. Like, maybe at the time, you know, like, so, like again, you said Captain EO or whatever, right? Nemo. Nemo. Oh, you said Captain Nemo. I was just thinking the way, it, like, the cinematically, it felt like the way it's passing over the ship, like, shooting, like, they're shooting, like, a video, it's almost like a video yeah. game, something that would, like, spark a kid's interest, like, oh, yes. I want to try that. Well, I feel like there, there's a clear disconnect between our generation watches movie and that generation watches yeah. movie. That generation watches movie was probably, like, shit in their pants. Yeah. I, I was shitting my pants. Yeah, exactly. But now, <laughs> it's just, it's a film that ages terribly. It does, yeah. because, like, we understand, which is weird, right? Like, there's this, you know, like, uh, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson says is like, what? Like, the worst, worst, yeah. The worst film when it comes to, like, scientific thing, like, accuracy. Is this film? Yes. Yes. Which, can I say something? There's a scene in this where, like, they blow a hole in the hull of a spaceship, mm-hmm. right? 
and immediately you see Frost collecting yeah. on the robots. And the immediate thought was like, that's a that's an interesting level of detail to put into this film. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I literally was like, that's really weird. I had to remind myself that the ship essentially had a bubble of gravity around it because when they're in the when they're in the little tube racing to the other thing and they just get to the end of the tube which is just broken and it's mm-hmm. just space they're just staring at it like a broken roller coaster like oh, I guess we gotta get out here and it's like <laughs> that's open vacuum of space you're staring at yeah right I mean a guy actually in this movie floats through the vacuum of space yeah as if nothing is going like as if he's just like whoa I have helium in me like it's just like he can breathe he's fine like he's not yeah. exhibiting yeah, any dude, kind of future. negative yeah, it's that it's that it's that bubble of gravity. There's of no anti gravity. But that doesn't make any sense for them. Why anti anti gravity? Why can't he connect to anything? Anti anti like. Well, why that's more of a he... personal thing. If he can't emotionally connect to anything, that's his thing. There's no vacuum in space, people. <laughs> no, <laughs> what I'm trying to get at. Big black and, hole. Uh, that guy right should be there. dead instantaneously. There are people walking on the hull of the outside of the ship in open space, perfectly fine. Well, see, well, I, spacewalks all the time. I right? would buy that. Not without suits, Kyle. (laughs) I buy all of that. What I don't buy is uh, McRae, Kate McRae, and her telepathic abilities to the the fucking robot. That was the stupidest scene. And that that came so early on. It's like, Dr. McRae, connect with him using your ESP. (laughs) And it's just like... What? I yeah. feel like that didn't what? come quick enough because of, there was a like a hot minute where I was like, "What the fuck is wrong with this woman? Yeah. Like, why is she acting like this?" And then when they and it like minds, zooms Chris. in on her and it's like, yeah. like, why do they keep focusing on her? She's like one of the worst actors. Well, it's he because says, <laughs> he says his tether has broken. It's because uh, you know, but by chance, just by chance, Chris, the ship that they found. Her father worked on. Yes. Yeah. Yep. That is a very what are the fucking odd odds? coincidence. You know? What are the odds, Chris? Good thing they had that like device that like matched the shapes of the, the ship. The ship's so fucking <laughs> funny, dude. That, w- that was Stop. Stop. <laughs> there that it is. Wait, wait, that like... ship that ship looked exactly like the ship yeah. in um uh the one um, they find in Horizon. Not a Event Horizon. No, it looks it's <laughs> almost goddamn close. It's pretty goddamn close, but it's almost exactly the ship from uh Lost in Space that they find in oh, the yeah, shitty yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, right. The right, one right. that's full of all the little little robot spider things. Yeah, the one with uh uh yeah, the nineties one. LeBlanc. Chandler. Or early yeah, 2000, LeBlanc. Maybe. Has LeBlanc yeah, LeBlanc, yeah, right. Yeah. Remember, remember that one, guys? Yeah, I do. I actually, I actually like, like the one. series. The series is kind of series cool. is the, the new series? Yeah. On Netflix, it's solid. Yeah. The old series, amazing. Love the old oh, series. Amazing. Yeah. Um, but you know, the that was one thing I was really impressed with this movie was the ship design. I actually really liked that. I did um, too. I felt the model it, work looked great. Sorry. So, oh, it did. I was just saying it's so imposing, like when you first it's panning down the ship and the lights come on on the inside. Yeah. yeah. I was like, wow, that looks spooky. Did yeah. anyone else not want to fucking ride on that goddamn uh railing system that they had to get around that ship? The fucking roller coaster tubes? Yeah. That <laughs> looks fun, fun as, as fuck. So Hell yeah. At the beginning of this film, I, I mentioned that like I thought that so I saw this film as a kid yeah. after I had ridden on Space Mountain in Disneyland. And for years, I have always thought this was supposed to be the movie that inspired that ride. Uh-huh. Space Mountain came way earlier, right? right? Yeah. So, like, here's a weird thing about this: like, Walt Disney was just like super into space. Like, yeah. it had nothing to do with any of the. Like, we know Disney now that like you don't put anything out unless it's marketed. Yeah. Like, it has an existing fucking property, sure. right? But like back in the day, like there was a guy that was eccentric enough to be like, you know what's a, you know what kids like? Fucking space. And they were like. So what do you think? Roller coaster in the dark called Space Mountain. Yeah, they're just riding through space. Are we just are we just reflecting on that. Yeah, we it's are. An, I'm okay. just saying it's an insane idea. <laughs> just so, like this movie. <laughs> uh, it, it's an insane idea because nowadays, like kids don't give a shit about NASA. They really don't. Like <laughs> the internet. I didn't ruined care it about. All, I didn't care about NASA when I was a kid. Grandpa complains about the kids. <laughs> yeah, because this week on Cult Film and Review. <laughs> Grandpa Which Mike. is why you grew up in this era, though. It's like to this extent. NASA. <laughs> okay. Something I did want to talk about because I wanted to talk about the model work. 
I want to say this about like the technical side of it is that model work in this movie is fucking on point, but you know what's not on point? The what? goddamn green screen no, it's not. is awful. That line, it's got the line. The green the line out- is surrounding yeah, it's everyone. So clearly it's showing the glow. That. Yeah. yeah. It does glow. take you out, but probably at fucking in, in 1979, you're probably like, holy shit. No, I well, agree. Well, I, yeah, and that's uh, maybe this movie is due for like, you know, a 4K rescan where they remove that shit. People don't know enough about the technology of of that kind of stuff yet to to see it i don't think yeah. like like they're just well keep in mind the median too so this is film that's going to be on a big screen it's not super sharp like yeah. like a lot of yeah. a lot of special effects and green screens and shit like yeah to the human eye might not look very good but when you actually process it through the media the the film the median and through the projector it all looks a little kind of muddy and, and it's, it's like fine it looks a lot great of bad it's effects. saved so much <laughs> i have a question okay what is it what do you guys think makes this a dark Disney film? I think there's a few things. Um, I think that there's actual death and, and like you said, horror um, to this. I think that um, there's obviously language that probably most Disney films don't have, like hell and damn. Um, it feels like, uh, I think like lighting-wise and, and, and the way these sets are designed, yeah, like you said, it has a gothic vibe to it, which just kind of puts it in a realm of its own so i think i think there's a few elements that that it pulls i don't think that i would put this in a, in a top dark disney film as far as the darkness of the movie <laughs> what about you kyle how do you feel about the darkness of this movie <laughs> dude how can you not think this is a dark dark I guess film I... this deals with all you gotta i gotta remember is like as funny as this sounds because they use it to describe as a, it's a useless descriptor nowadays, but adult situations. Mm-hmm. This Disney, is a fox and hound. Di- uh, dude, this is dealing with death, the vastness of space. Like there are uh, a mat. There's a mad science. There's all these elements that you do not find at Disney up to this point. All in fox yeah. and hound. Yeah, I'm. Oh just, my god, I'm feeling a little convinced actually because now that I think about the ending and 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 okay, all that shit that at the existential end, like yeah. questions of what the fuck's yeah. going but, okay, on. Like, let me put it this. Let me yeah. put it this way too. Then why do you think? Why do you think then that it's still to this time? Because if you look back at it, this film is very mild and that by today's standards, I would say very, very mild. I, I do almost all of them are mild. But why? But no, why would you say that, that? Why would you say that Disney still keeps this one in 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 the in the not necessarily the vault? It is getting a Blu-ray re, Blu-ray release, but you have to be a Disney Club member to get this Blu-ray. Yeah, which is evident of the fact that this is part of their Dark Disney era. They do not publicly release these films on fucking Blu-ray. Well, at least for the most part, from what I understand, this movie I just was actually a success, is. though. This movie it made was. money. It made, yeah, it made like twelve million dollars. Yeah, yeah, but that's yeah. not huge for the budget. You would oh, expect it ain't fucking Black Cauldron. Hold on, yeah, it was. <laughs> Look, here's the thing about this film. I I don't think that there's any way you can't say that this is uh, to me. This is for me in the darkest Disney films. This is like in the top three. Like really? it does have some dark moments in it, and it's not so much like gore or like a metaphysical like fear. It's more like the philosophical questions that it asks. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that like Anthony Perkins' character is like so enamored with like yes, like he falls into this doctor's like whole realm of like we have to figure out what's on the other side. This is like science. This is progress. We mm-hmm. have to go this way to the point where this guy was like willing to kill the people that wanted to take him away from it, right? Yes. There's a moment where he gets to that point. Beyond that, it's like the idea of like a person playing God, mm-hmm. right? Like this Dr. Reinhardt, like for anybody who hasn't seen this film, like he takes the crew of his thing that wanted to leave and go home and decides, fuck that shit. Like I'm just gonna let you die. I'm gonna take your brains and I'm gonna put your subconscious into that as a robot and you're like a slave like yeah uh, can i say it? like it it felt like a jordan peele movie to me to some extent yeah, like kinda, there are moments where i'm just yes. like that's a dark ass fucking thing right. i don't like that at uh, all i mean and, and in all honesty it's it all of these movies when you watch them i feel like at least me personally every time i watch any of these movies that are part of this quote unquote dark disney collection is i'm left sitting there thinking to myself this is not a disney movie that was put out by disney they all feel the same way. This is not a Disney movie. Dude, my favorite thing about this cover art and uh, the box art for this movie 
is it took me a good uh probably three minutes to find the Disney logo on this. It was released by Anchor Bay. The DVD was at least yeah. the one I rented, mm-hmm. and like very fine print. It says Disney mm-hmm. on there, like very fine, very fine. These, are just, very, on, on, these are just very. These are just very adult I think probably films. I think it was probably because they were embarrassed of the ten minute opening of just the songs. Dude, no. did no. that happen to everyone? I thought yeah. I just I got, got like confused. a fucked so up thing. So can I tell you something? This has, has actually nothing to do with that. This is actually a historical thing, and I read about it because I thought the same thing. I actually almost texted you guys and say please tell me you're all staring at like the end of the Sopranos but like in reverse to like some weird fucking I thought I thought the Amazon copy that the, the digital copy was fucked yeah, and be, I'm like I'm not. I fast forward and I was like yeah, oh have, good the there's credits movie were missing or something right? I yeah. was waiting for the DVD menu to pop up <laughs> For ten fucking so minutes. So can I tell you? And the, and the reason why it actually has nothing to do with that it has something to do. It's one of the last films in history that ever used an overture. Okay. To introduce a film. Oh. Okay. It was a common thing that you would play yeah. orchestral music before a film to like rev people, up the crowd. It yeah. was like your trailer at the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And this it, is one of the last. It would have, it would have it. been nice if there was like a little title card that picked up, like yeah. overture. One. I was waiting. Yeah. I was waiting for. A sc- I was waiting for the scroll to start. I was like, oh man, they ripped off Star Wars this hard. But no <laughs> scroll. No uh, scroll comes. You're sitting there. Like, what is going on? What's crazy is, is like it's just a black screen, and it's almost to the point that yeah. it looked like my TV had turned off because usually it's like TVs when they're on, it's a black screen. It's like a little dim glow. Yeah. It was like. It was like pure black. I had it pause a couple of times. I'm like, okay, I'm actually watching something right now. And I, but and this I is to, it's, like, it's like three minutes and 50 seconds. It's so it's, it's a so long, it's a long it's three were, minutes ever. If you were in a theater watching this, you would just be sitting in the dark for two and a half minutes yeah, listening to this. But you would essentially getting, also think this is part of the thing. You're, you're in the used, black hole right now. You're getting used, revved up like I'm in it. I'm no, in no, no, space. No, I don't think it's any of that. I think it's just like, yeah, it's an overture. Okay. Like they understood it. It happened to work It's like how we go into films and we expect trailers to show up. Yeah. If somebody was in a time that they didn't understand that, they'd be like, what the fuck am I looking at? Am I looking at, like, movies that also came out in this year? Like, yeah. they would yeah. think that was weird. Interesting. Yeah, also, I'm so way, glad everyone else experienced Does that. anyone ever watch VHS movies and see that as weird, too? Like, when they do trailers for shit that's coming out on video. As I if, love it. Yeah. I love I, that. I love it. Fucking so Because there's awesome. some movies in there that I'm like, <laughs> I never heard or seen this. Like, it looks horrible. Yeah, I think it's, a, yeah. I think it's hysterical because of, like, the bad... The bad VHS era, like trailer cuts, they would put in those, or you'll get some like weird ass commercials in there too. Sometimes those I still love 90s. my favorite. My favorite to this day is the um, is the uh, fan club intro for Batman. BK, oh, I was like, oh, oh, Batman. I agree. Yeah, the fan club I intro f- with Bugs Bunny and 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 Daffy Duck. Oh, so I remember the, the. I thought you were going with the the BK Club from Burger King Kids oh, yeah, Club. I remember BK Club. Oh man, they had they had intros on videos oh, yeah. too. So anyways, probably on like kid shit. Anyhow, like back, to, talking back, about back movie. to Black Hole. <laughs> See, and this is okay. So this is gonna be my biggest gripe with okay. Black Hole. It's the same way this fucking conversation goes. It's like every time I would watch Black Hole, I'd have to stop and restart Black Hole. Yeah, <laughs> because I'd be like, I just start paying attention to something fucking it's like else. This podcast. Seriously, that's why we can't get through it. It's like yeah. the, it's this weird movie. So, this is like round has, three or four. We're on has little little interesting things in it yeah but somehow is boring as fuck it's it, i'll tell you what it is the weird thing about it is that there are very very talky aspects of this film yeah. that reveal very important plot points that is like so baked into like scientific like fiction talk mm-hmm. that you're just like what the fuck is going on yeah it's like you know the event horizon fights against the gravity and i might need I your took help the, there's going to be an Einstein Rosen Bridge. Yeah, right. It's like, it's like all this shit is okay. so put together that you have to put so much into that like I feel like it's really easy to get lost in this as just being like this a just feels hockey film that does go that goes nowhere. <laughs> this film this, this just feels like I the whole time I was watching it this just feels like I mean you're fucking like transmorphers. But the first Star Wars, you know what I mean? Really? Did you? Did you feel like the version? It felt like it felt like they were like, okay, Star Wars, hot. We're gonna jump on the space train and we're gonna make our own kind yeah, of space epic. Dude, but soon- we're gonna ground it in, in more science because it's gonna be more legit. And then we're not gonna put the same amount of like budget and talent behind the creation of it. Like- they put more budget though. Well, they put they yeah. put they put well yeah. they weren't good at but, they weren't good at spending money back then because they did not get the talent. I disagree with that because I think that like 
This film, yes, I do believe that they looked at Star Wars and they said, hey, how can we capitalize on this? But they tried to do so much like new revolutionary shit, albeit probably not greatly. Like that's what I just said. I said it's Star Wars, but with science. No, no, you're trying to like demean it. I'm trying to give it some credit right now. Okay, (laughs) I'm saying that I can see this film as some as a film that maybe might have influenced other filmmakers. I could see that as being like Jesus Christ. They did this like. Like, yeah, they spent a bunch of money, but, like, how do they do this thing with this? Look at the scale here. Like, I think there's a lot to that. I thought about Alien. <laughs> I, I thought about Alien. I thought I about, about Alien. Event Horizon, the same Event Horizon. obviously. Alien um, came out the same year. 79? That's not the thing. I just, oh, so they're making a kitty version of Alien. So, and, oh. and where, I will, and where I will disagree, where I will disagree <laughs> with you is, dude, as soon as the dollar store stormtrooper showed up with the Nazi, the, with the, the Nazi walk, I was like, okay, you <laughs> yeah. lost me here. But like, that's exactly when I was like, okay, this it, is a knockoff. And then they have like the stupid cheesy. dual, the stupid dual guns. This just feels like, you know what? It's uh, almost like Disney's out. like, you know what would, would be great? We should make a throwback to 1950s sci-fi movies. Like and th- that's what this is. This movie would be great if they didn't have the fucking cheese in it. Yeah. I believe. Like if they took the cheesy elements out yeah, of this movie, it'd be great. Dark aspect of it. Right? Like this idea, like they're tackling some pretty serious things. I, like the religion. concept religion, yes. Huge. Uh that humanity can't be destroyed by mechanically me- like mechanical means. Like the that that scene where the robots are doing the funeral yeah. and they're sending it out is like such a weird philosophical mindfuck. Like, okay, so you can put a brain into a computer. You can computerize it all you want, but like somewhere in there is the inherent need for humanity to like show value for See, human life. I actually like that freaked me out, and I was just like, I actually that's a deep ass fucking thing to say mm. for a PG thirteen Disney film. You can, but here's the thing with that film. Thank you, Chris. Here's the, here's the thing with that. You can take it the way that you did, which I could see a lot of people taking it that way, or you can take it the way I did, which was I didn't. Which is that Doctor. Reinhardt is trying to hold on to some piece of humanity and has thus programmed these robots whenever they quit working because they're working on human bodies to float them off into space like they're like they're, they're actually there humans. is an aspect of this and I so hate, I want, to, I I hate to go that. so deep into this but there is an aspect of that where especially with Maximilian the big uh like yes. uh like the muscle of the of the robots David and Goliath is brought Correct. up in that too yeah. Mm-hmm. He, there are moments where he's like legit scared of Maximilian. Like, I created you with free will, and maybe that was a mistake. Can I say something about Maximilian's character? I thought for sure that was going to be Dr. Kate's dad. The one that she's been like looking, oh, oh, like the one that yeah, she's been pining yeah. over and trying to find. Nope. I thought for sure I didn't think that, inside that robot was going to be him. That's a cool ass fucking twist. But no, <laughs> they didn't. Like, no, no, Let's, they didn't go that yeah. way. Let's uh and let's get into that that so basically what happens is this you know Dr. Reinhardt is going to drive this ship through um through the black hole the crew says hey that's not a good idea a meteor shower comes disables um uh one side of the gravity uh things and then they disable the other side with their ship and basically what happens after that is a fucking trip as they go through this Hold black on, hole. Hold on, though, Dude. but holy fucking Indiana Jones ride from Disneyland. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 the yeah. most boring Indiana Jones ride ever. This is the longest it takes for a ship to blow up, I feel but like. But that rolling meteor, shit. that rolling I hated that, yeah, it You hated it? Looked great. I, hated it. I was like, that's pretty impressive. I thought that looked great. I hated it. I, thought it, I hated it because I like, it would just go through the shit. It wouldn't just, oh, God. It's one it. of the few <laughs> things that I really <laughs> impressed I me. It, Yes, I agree with Neil deGrasse Tyson. It defied all laws of yeah. like what I know as gravity, but like it looked fucking cool. Yes, that's what you're watching. I just damn thought Disney it looked movie. cool. It doesn't need to be scientifically the last, accurate. The last thirty minutes were too much for me because it really? was the longest. It was the longest. Uh, the well, longest. Let's get off of the ship ever seen. Oh no! I, I was s- like, this is where the movie gets good. So they they get off the ship, and then this is where it gets. This is where it gets weird. This is where it gets really fucking bizarre. Very weird. So what I gathered is that somehow Reinhardt goes to hell 
and fuses with Maximilian. Well, hold on. We didn't say they blast off into space, right? And no, they blast off into the black hole. Into the they, black hole. and They then, try They try to blast off into space. So they yeah, get pulled they get, into they the get gravity. Pulled, they get caught in the gravity of the, of no, the, no, of no, the black the, hole. The, the ship that jumped in was pre-programmed to drive straight into That's the black hole. Okay, I'm sorry. Yes. So they try, <laughs> But they do still try to escape. Yes, they try to escape. Right. They jump in the they jump in the probe that the is programmed to go into the black is, hole. Is programmed to go back yes. in the black hole. They go back into the black hole and uh, what's in what it? It's a bunch see, of uh, snapshots well, but, of everybody's but more face. More so, this what they see in the black hole is not what Reinhardt sees. Right. What That's they, the weird thing. What they what Reinhardt sees is hell, and what they see is like it's a heaven. crystal but hallway leading to that, heaven. But yeah, like that he, crystal hallway he has cool. it did look dope. He's floating through space. Maximilian is there and grabs him, and weirdly enough, they fuse together, right? Like, yeah. the next shot you see is Maximilian's eye holes, basically. And with Reinhardt's <laughs> eyes. Yeah, with his, <laughs> Inside. What can you call it? It's a visor. It <laughs> was a visor. My, it's eye I holes ha- now. I have eight eye holes. <laughs> I have eight eye holes. Sockets. So, no, it's not a socket. You see, and, 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 and inside you see Reinhardt's, <laughs> Reinhardt's gaze, right? But and even when you see that, like, can I say something? When I saw that scene, I was like, "Holy what? shit, this is like a fucking Twilight Zone situation." Yeah, it is. That's so fucked up. Oh my god, I can't believe. And then it gets fucked even more. <laughs> yeah, because then um, he's like, "We're like, we're then we're, he's on a we're fucking cruising, planet. We're cruising through Mars. like the hall, the halls of fucking hell, yes! and all these like demon people are all standing They're around. The robots, They're which his... I, we assume are the robots. That's what I assume. Yeah, I assume were the yeah. humans." That were transformed to these robots, and he's residing over him like a Lucifer yeah. among his hell. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm like, holy fucking shit. Where and that's where I was like, where did this just go? Yeah. And why as a child was I not traumatized? Right. And then and then, like, yeah, for the crew, they go through this crystal hallway and then they end up in white, a white hole. No, they pop- seem to be like a cathedral hallway. They yeah. pop with out white hole. with an angel <laughs> flying yes. and guiding them to the light, yeah. which they pass through the they pass through the black hole and basically come out on the other side. Who knows where? It's in space again. That was like <laughs> that's I thought I was that like, was the uh, darkest. Uh, that was the darkest aspect. No, that's of what this. I thought too. Like they just ended up on the complete other side of the fucking so universe. It was headed towards a planet that had a sun close to it, so, which was kind of like an Earth. Type we don't know planet. if it's inhabitable, Chris. That's not. We don't know. It's for the sequel. It's for the sequel. That air is probably methane. So when I when I saw this film and I ended it and I uh, I went back on the internet to see like uh like uh critiques of this film right. The ending was almost always described as a white hole on the other side. Thank you. That, like, it was the... Rev- yeah, I don't know what that was. <laughs> Thank you. But, uh, like, it was... I, I took it as, like, what were they trying to say? Like, it's a reverse world? The upside down? They go on the upside down? They go- like, I'm saying, yeah, they ended up in some weird upside down because on the other side, everybody's described it as a white hole. Okay. Like that, there's a blackness so they, and a light. They were good. They the... were good, and the black hole could tell see, that I they were good. I, I took it as a planet, or the black hole is I what you make I, it. I I took it as like a real Judeo Christian like concept of like heaven and hell. Okay. Like I I was like, like okay, actually, wow, they actually went there. Yeah, I think they did go there, which is weird because. Yes, I want to go back to this. We've only kind of touched on a little bit how much of this film feels like Event Horizon. So much of it. Yeah. Like, like 90% of it. The ending like solidified that. Like originally I was just like, okay, this is kind of the plot of Event Horizon. Yeah, but when you And then I was end. like, all right, whatever. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And then at the end I was just like, holy shit. That whole fucking film was about hell being in space. And you and went creating there? a black hole in a ship, mm-hmm. yes, which opens the gate to hell, which yes. is exactly what this movie is. Right. And yeah. I was just like, did they just watch this film and just be like, here's what I'm thinking? Yeah, the plot of Alien mixed with the plot of a movie called The Black Hole from 1979, right? For Dark Disney Collection. Like, I don't know what yeah. they were doing. I think so. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm overthinking this but I, I feel like he had to have seen that I have that no film. doubt that this movie influenced some filmmakers that went on to make some horror sci-fi like Definitely. no doubt like you know at the time there wasn't a ton of this coming out I, I would just say. feel like this is almost revolutionary is that weird to say that I think it's like weirdly revolutionary yeah I don't think I think it's weird, weird. it's yeah. weird <laughs> no I'm not just I'm bullshit just... what 
Do I think it's bullshit? No, no, no. Like that, that, the that, end. Like, there are other films that tried to do this, and this is not like a. No, I agree hundred percent. This, okay. this movie clearly influenced a lot of. But fucking I don't know movies. if they pull off the end successfully. Oh, I don't think so yeah. at all. I don't think so. I don't either. think it's no I, sense. I do, Whole film I, is not. I do really love yeah. the fact that we're left with kind of a downer. Yeah, I they're just know. floating towards a mystery Very fucking much. planet. Like we have no idea like, what's going on. I don't know if they're trying to do a sequel you guys. or what. Let's take a break, and when we come back, we're going to rate this Mammer Jammer. It's only dinner. Say the spider to the fly, I should be with you. Yeah, we'll be safer without you and Max trying to knock heads. I can handle that thing. Well, far be it from you to admit there isn't anything you can't handle. There are three basic types, Mr. Pizer. The wills, the won'ts, and the can'ts. The wills accomplish everything, the won'ts oppose everything, and the can'ts won't try anything. Well, do us all a favor, Vincent, and try to be a can't, especially where that monster's <laughs> concerned. We need you, not another corkscrew. Hey, hey, look at that. Vincent, you're going to have the time of your life in there. I don't mean to sound superior, but I hate the company of robots. And we're back. What do you say we rate this mammer? Jammer. Let's do it. What are we rating it? What the the fan want to rate this? The fan. fan, uh, Louis, uh, uh, he didn't give us a number, so he didn't actually rate it himself, but he he did want us to rate it Bob's. 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 All right. Oh, Bob's. Maters. We talked a lot about Bob in this episode. Did we? No. I can't remember. <laughs> absolutely did not. No. But I, can we, we did talk about Bob at some point, but it, it, who knows what might, part I, of the episode I might, it's I might in. find some, some Bob bits and chop them in. <laughs> Bobbly bits. So some how many bits. Bobs do you want to give this? I'll go first. I'm going to give this two Bobs, Louie. Two I'm Bobs, Louie. I'm at two. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at two Bobs on this one. Um, man, this movie is for some reason has a lot of interesting elements, ton of interesting elements, really hard to watch. That's just fucking weird to say. Um, I don't know. I don't know how else to explain it. Um, there's something about this movie that, and I, I keep on falling back to the acting. It's just, it's so, it's so on one level that it never takes this movie into the right direction. I also think the script hurts it a bit. Um, and then there's always, you know, without that kind of interesting story, there's only so much you can look at. But, I mean, there's things I do like. I do like the score. I know some people don't, but I appreciate the score in this film. Um, and there's a lot of technical aspects to this film that are really cool. But otherwise from that, yeah, man, Borefest. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. It is boring, man. It's a boring movie. So, yeah, two for uh, me. Nice. Two Bobs. Bob. Let's go with uh let's go with Kyle next. Um I'm gonna come in at um shit. Oh, fuck, you came in at two. I didn't know it's hard to go I with, didn't know. I didn't know what you were gonna do, and it's kind of throwing off my whole tr- my whole train of thought here. It's I hard think to go I'm past gonna, two bobs, isn't it? I, I'm gonna go go ahead, do it. Dare I'm you. doing three bobs. Oh, that's a lot of bobs. I'm doing three bobs on this one. And listen, here's the thing. I agree wholeheartedly with Cody on a lot of the stuff. Um, there are a lot of moments in this film that are boring. Um, there is something strange though about this film that I find slightly captivating. Um, when I was watching it, I, I was, I, it held my interest though. There are, it's a talkie film for sure. There's just talking a lot of it and it's, and it's the worst kind of talking cause it's pseudoscience, bullshit, mumble jumble. But from the, um, <laughs> It's entertaining from the aspect of the creativity that went into it, the model work design, um, and the overall kind of concept of the film in general is I'm going to drive into a black hole. That type of thing, like, really sparks my imagination and makes me, like, well, makes me think, like, oh, I want to drive through. I want to go into a black hole, too. Like, I want to experience it. I want to see what the fuck's in there. Because I, space is super interesting to me. Black hole super interesting to me, so... Uh, that's why I'm coming in at three. I think check it out, but it's definitely not going to be at my top of my uh, rewatch list for a while. There you go. Chris? Uh, we've been kind of joking about it all night, but this movie just actually made me want to watch Event Horizon again. <laughs> 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 um, I, I don't hate this movie. I, I appreciate it because it's part of the Disney collection and it does have dark elements and horror elements. And I, of course, I love that, but... I do agree with Cody. I checked out so many times watching this movie. I will praise it for its visual element. I think that's the one thing it has going for it is the visual aspect. It's fun to see early green screen. It's fun to see lasers. And, you know, um, even some of the set pieces were very 
cool and and well designed. The lighting I thought was cool, you know. But yeah, character wise, dialogue and all the talking and everything, it just really drags the movie down. So I think it's its biggest weakness. I'm gonna give this a two, um, and that's mostly for the technical aspect of the movie. I there are some really awesome, like breathtaking looking shots with models in space and. I thought they did good on some of that stuff. So, you know, and, and, but yeah, um, not in, in a rush to revisit it. So two bobs, two bobs for Chris. You want to revisit that three? Think about revisiting Thinking about it. it. <laughs> Think about knocking that down to a 2.5. <laughs> it's in the back of my mind. Oh, too late now, Mike. Guys are going to this 3.5. Okay. I feel slightly better about my three, but Mike goes still too. Hold on. Let him ruin it with his reasoning. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Thank you for that opportunity. Uh, no, man, like, I think that this film, yeah, there's definitely no doubt that it is a, a Star Wars cash-in. They were trying to go for that. Uh, I think that, but I think in a weird accidental way to try to reach that uh, without the sophistication that that film has, I feel like they kind of stumbled upon some, like, really interesting things that influenced other films after that. Um, for whatever reason, this film really captivated me as a child. And this time, kind of looking at it, they are talking about some pretty deep-ass shit, right? They're, the concept of a, of a mad scientist turning into a god, um, the idea that you can take a human being's consciousness and put it into a robot, and that those robots still have some sense of humanity. Like, these are all weird and very adult themes that I could not possibly have encapsulated as a child i couldn't there's no way i understood this shit right but like now seeing it i had like it was like seeing a film that i loved and then finding a new layer to it Mm -hmm. that definitely don't get me wrong all the visual shit that probably wowed me as a child fucking bullshit this is not a great like like other than like maybe the matte paintings like the 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 sci-fi is not like all that amazing like there's laser shots and stuff like that but it's definitely what do you mean accurate it's scientifically accurate film it's very accurate light Sorry. light uh <laughs> keep going no uh it's not like star wars right like very impressive things there's lightsabers clashing against each other and stuff like this is just light shooting at other like weird like 8 bit dots on a screen like there's nothing impressive about it but like they do make up for it with a kind of like a very interesting story and i think that's what kind of like sets this film apart from star wars very optimistic, light light versus dark, right, kind of story. This film very much like, no, human beings are sick and they desire things that aren't necessarily uh, beneficial for the rest of humanity. I don't know. And we're going to end that now. <laughs> <laughs> Three points. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know how, how, to, how to take that. Cody, I don't know if I should change my brain for rating after that explanation. It sounds like if you're questioning it, like you didn't even want to give it that extra boost. No, no, he's he's locked no, no, in. No, I'm going to keep that boost. He's I'm going to keep in. that three. Okay. All right, guys, that's our show for this week. Let's hope. Uh, do us a favor. Head over to iTunes. Leave us a review. We will give you a shout out at the end of the show. And then when you're done with that, head over to ColtFilmReview.com. Make sure you get in your request for uh, films for us to review like Louie did. Uh, and then uh, after that, YouTube. Go to YouTube. Check out our videos there. Like and subscribe. September 13th, we will be at Film Bar for The Burning. You can follow us on uh, social media at uh, ColtFilm underscore review on Twitter. ColtFilm and review on Instagram. We're on Facebook. Uh, also, you can uh, check us out there. You can follow Kyle at... You can follow me on Instagram at ColtFilm underscore Kyle. You can follow Chris at... ColtFilm underscore Chris on Instagram. You can follow Mike at... At Mike Sosu on Twit. Twer. Want to finish that word? Twit. Sorry. Struggling tonight. At Mike Sosu on Twitter. <laughs> and you can follow me at VHS Collect on Snapchat and Instagram. That's our show for this week. Remember, if you're going to join a cult, make sure they watch good movies. We'll see you next time. <laughs>